0: If you thought we were done with bonus episodes, have I got a surprise for you. And actually, I started this the wrong way, because here's how it's supposed to
1: start. Here's how how it's supposed to start. Ready? Okay. Hello, everyone. Oh, no. Welcome to another bonus episode of Friends with Benefits. You know what a benefit of my friendship is? Uh,
2: no. What is it, Ferguson? I will eat your poop. I'll do oh. it for you. I'm kind of scared you'll just eat my neck while I'm sleeping.
1: Oh, that will happen. That's the thing that... <laughs> will or won't? Oh,
2: it will. Uh, well, okay.
1: I have been watching a lot of live PD when they okay. release the dog. You know what the dog does?
2: He goes for
1: the neck. Every time goes right for the taint. <laughs> right for the taint. I've been taking notes... I am going to start going right for the taint.
2: But I mean, do you have ups like that, Ferguson?
1: Every yes, I have been working on my 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 verticals.
2: Your verticals, not verticals,
1: verticals, verticals. I like to enunciate you, uncultured swine.
2: (laughs) That was kind of right. I I I was going to say I haven't been mean to you, but I've been mean to you. I'm I'm sorry, Ferguson. You make fun of my lip all the time. What? No, I don't, buddy. You always just seem so happy and sad to see me at the same time. Okay, that is mean. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. That is
1: why when I see you again, I will bite your taint.
2: Right for the taint? Every time. Right you want to freshly for shave for you, or...? It won't matter. It won't help you. <laughs> well, I, I know shaving wouldn't help me. It won't. It won't
1: help you. Whatever you do, I will go right for the taint.
2: What if I run that
1: is my that is my campaign promise right for the taint every time
2: Ferguson for the show 2020 right for the taint.
1: Yes, Ferguson aim right for the taint (laughs) every time right for the taint.
2: I I, I, I always love getting to say hi to Ferguson.
0: (laughs) Well, he is in the running for the uh, the show mascot. Um, primary, because, you know, there is no presidential primary this year, really. Um, The Democratic primary was kind of cut short. So uh, we're going to be announcing uh, who is running against him very soon. He was he was just the first candidate to to, uh, announce his candidacy. He was the first to announce. So we're going to have other announcements, I'm sure, because I'm pretty sure that uh, a lot of characters will want to run for mascot of the Friends with Benefits podcast. It's true. It's I'm true. guessing. I'm guessing. What is this? Episode seventeen already? Seventeen. Good lord! Seventeen episodes in, man.
2: We're only
0: seventeen really? episodes deep. <laughs>
2: seventeen. We're
0: like a day over fourteen episodes deep. So, <laughs> I tell all the ladies on Tinder, seventeen inches or seventeen episodes deep.
2: Slow. <laughs> hang on. Good God, 17 and... Yeah. No, yeah. Like, what would you do with that? I don't even know, man. Would... Aside from getting lightheaded every time yeah. you get a boner.
0: I mean, you you, uh, you would have to get a shirt made called the Human Tripod. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, how's everything going? I know we've missed a couple bonus episodes. We've been hitting the regular episodes, but we haven't hit the bonus
2: episodes in a while. A few weeks. Thank so. Things have been good. I might have to start calling myself Cardio core on for the show. But, <laughs> I know, right? You
0: uh, always tell me how much you're walking and getting outside. And, and today especially, I don't know how it is there. It's like 80 degrees here.
2: It's it was uh, 79 with z- wind of zero miles per hour Gosh. when I went for my walk.
0: And, uh, I, have a, uh, I have an awful uh, line on the bottom of my neck from where I was out mowing yesterday uh i was mowing the lawn uh and yeah like it's it's bad like it looks like uh like a really like i I look like a crappy like head swap on an action figure where the skin tones (laughs) just don't match in the slightest like it's bad so yeah uh that happened but uh but no like you have uh yeah, you've been walking a lot. Uh you've been getting out, getting the exercise, enjoying the sunshine.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's been a nice way to break up the monotony of staying indoors, staying safe, staying home. Yeah. Um getting out, you know, can do I've got my, my little route that takes about right around forty five, fifty minutes. It's right about two and a half miles. Uh shortened it up a little bit today to make sure I could be home in time for the show. But, uh, yeah, it, it's been good. It's been good. It's been, I dug out my old, uh, like, cause I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know this, I like, I was kind of a gym rat for like about a year and actually probably about a year and a half, like late 2014 and almost all of 2015. Uh, until my debit card got hacked and then I just never renewed my gym membership. Like going true. to the gym probably three or four times a week. I would do uh, – like there were several times even if I wasn't going into workout. Like I, honestly, I was probably in the gym five times a week because two days a week I would literally just go in to do like 25 to 30 minutes of cardio and then just go home. Uh, but I still have like my old gym shoes because I was I was doing cardio in. I've got a pair of like Onisuka Tigers, like the Bruce Lee tennis shoes. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, my shins did not appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I got the old, like, Reebok running shoes back out, and I'm feeling a lot better. Um, Yeah, things are going good. So before we get going, do you want to hear about this wonky-ass dream I had? Uh, Absolutely. So... Uh, I wake up last night, or I wake up this morning, and, uh, I have this dream, and I just like laid in bed this morning. I was like, what the ever loving shit was that? So, you and I get cast as extras in a Western. Oh, okay. And uh, we're going to be in the saloon, but we're going to be like those guys, like, eating in the back of the saloon, like, you know, the, the porridge or whatever you would find, like, at the Wild West. It's Is not it like they have, like, steak the, or burnt.
0: wait, uh, Porridge in the Wild West. Yeah, why not, man? <laughs> not like sarsaparilla or... Um, I don't know, hot dogs. I, what did they have in the Wild West?
2: Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I don't All think they right. had, like, burgers in the Wild West. <laughs> but, you know, whatever we were eating was going to be out of a bowl. Yeah, okay. And uh, also, I apologize. My neighbors, I had people just move in, and they are apparently hammering everything today. Ugh. Uh, so, I, so we're sitting there, and this dude just comes up, and he's another extra, and he is so excited Because apparently he always auditions with this specific studio for any scene where there's eating. Because he's like, they always have the best catering. And guys, if we're eating out of a bowl, that means they're going to be giving us the pudding. (laughs) And you and I both just kind of look at this guy. And he's like, they have the best pudding on the face of the planet. And it's not like this is a young guy. Like, you and I were both, you know, <laughs> age. Youngish. This dude was probably pushing, like, you know, he had his AARP card uh. and was, like, just over the top set. And this is, like, literally the last thing he said. And, like, we're sitting on, like, a back slot, Like, we're getting ready to go into the actual, like, studio, studio. And he's like, guys, I would... I would forego what they're paying me if they would just let me take home all the pudding left at the end of the day. And you and I just like locked eyes and we're just like, what the shit <laughs> is this guy talking about? And then I woke up and was very confused and did not want to eat pudding.
0: I was going to say, like, how did that do for your pudding
2: desires? Uh, you know, I think I'm still going strong in about six years pudding free.
0: Oh, like, Okay. If we're talking pudding, like okay. I'm not, not a chocolate pudding guy. Uh, I am a butterscotch pudding guy all day. You give me uh, I'm, butterscotch pudding, I'm
2: a happy guy. I'm the chocolate vanilla swirl pudding guy. Okay. Like okay. like the, the little jello cups. Yeah, that have to have both. Okay.
0: I can see that. I'm I, I would be okay with that. I'm not, I'm just not big on a lot of chocolate stuff, but I, I've been known to, um, to, to, to hit some pudding every now and again.
2: I'm not. against I, it. Yeah. And I, I'm with you on that. I don't eat. Like if I go to the store, you're not going to see me picking up a Hershey's bar or like Hershey's kisses or anything. Like I don't like plain chocolate. Um, and very seldom do I like uh, – if I'm getting candy most of the time, you, you know me, it's going to be something more like the Skittle, Starburst, Airhead, that classification. Right. Less uh, like Kit Kats, Hershey's, Butterfingers, anything like that. Also, I feel like eating a Butterfinger is just asking for stuff to get stuck in every single tooth you have. Well,
0: Butterfinger – I have a bone to pick with Butterfinger because they, they changed the recipe of their peanut butter. Like, they're, they're the middle, like the crunchy, like the, the good part of the Butterfinger. And it mm-hmm. tastes like crap now.
2: Oh, I haven't had a Butterfinger in so long. I probably wouldn't know. And I hate them. And every, apparently
0: everybody hates them. Like, if you, if you look up, uh, if, if you just search for Butterfinger on Twitter, like, people are upset. And, the fr- like, because I'm, I'm with you. I hadn't had one in a really, really long time and I got one and in the little corner they have just a tiny little triangle in the corner that you can barely see that just says new recipe and I didn't see it till after I bought it and I was like oh you know I I'm I'm going to eat this and it was awful and so I went on Twitter to as I do uh express my disgust and it turns out that like thousands of people had already beat me to it and they were they were a lot more vicious than I was going to be so I let him have it. I just, I just, I just did not participate in the attack Butterfinger party because I felt, just by looking at it, I was like, yeah, they've suffered enough.
2: So apparently, they're doing a Butterfinger Final Fantasy VII remake, like thing, uh, uh,
0: like a co-promotion.
2: Yeah, like a uh, uh, yeah. Here, I'm just gonna. I'm um, I'm just gonna um. I'm gonna copy the link to this and I'm gonna send it to you right now. Okay. Because this is fucking ridiculous. That's. That's weird. Yeah. Apparently, this is a legitimate ad that Butterfinger put up on their one of their social medias. I'm assuming that looks like an Instagram ad to me.
1: But uh,
0: what? It's a. Yeah. Uh, ugh. I hate everything about that, yeah, it's there. it looks like it's their Snapchat or something, like their Instagram something uh it's just it's just a character from fire. just he's just looking at a butterfinger bar like that yeah. there's not even anything to it yeah. uh that's that offends me as a person that just offends me as a person Ugh. um. So now, uh, let's see. What do I get when I get candy? Um, uh, now that the Cadbury eggs are gone, I'm still a, I'm still a Reese's cup guy. That's gonna be one uh, I do like eggs. Reese's cups. That's like the, the the Rolls Royce, like the Cadillac of um, of my candy selection.
2: Man, yeah. I got to go Airheads. Okay. Airheads are my number one. Nothing wrong with
0: airheads. Airheads are... I like the uh, the white mystery. Always makes me happy.
2: It's a good one. I also like... Uh, I've always liked nerds for some reason. Yeah. Those are a good one. Uh, if I'm eating a chocolate bar or something like that, I normally go Three Musketeers.
0: I have to be like in the mood for a three musketeers. I I can't just be like, "That's that's the one I want.
2: I feel you. I see where you're coming from there.
0: Like I have to be like in the mindset, like that's the one I want. And, um, the, the, the Milky ways, like the dark Milky ways with the white nougat. That's mm-hmm. that's that's my that's my Milky Way of choice.
2: Okay. the The vanilla nougat is like the bomb. You know what is not my Milky Way of choice? <sighs> What's that? Milky Way dark. I wow. don't like dark chocolate, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I get that. Yeah, it's that dark chocolate is is a is a required taste. Um, but when I do eat candy, as you know, uh, one of the things I love to do, uh, while I eat candy is I like to play video games. It's true. And, uh, we are, we are now we're, we're knee deep in it, man. We are like, we are. I think this might be
2: our halfway point, like straight up. Um, is it halfway already? Let me double check but I believe so gosh halfway after today it's the exact halfway point okay
0: well we're uh we're rocking it uh, and so now we're into uh, okay,
2: uh, I think We've hit two thousand and one.
0: Yeah, we're into like the what, the what at the time was like the, um, like this. This is like the not next gen, but you know what I mean. Like like the the, the a huge step up.
2: Yeah, the like, first hundred twenty eight bit consoles yeah. were coming out, and uh,
0: it was odd because these were uh, like it was a huge advancement in technology, but all the discs were really tiny. Yep. They were like little baby discs.
2: They were because we've made it to GameCube. uh, Such a just classic, classic console. Uh, You know, I'm a Nintendo guy at heart. Uh, This wasn't my favorite of the, I think fifth gen consoles. I think these were think, but I'm not sure. Uh, This wasn't my favorite, but it was close. It was uh, an absolute favorite of mine. And uh, probably the only console that came with a handle on the back (laughs) to help you carry it if you were going to your friend's house.
0: Which always did kind of strike me as odd for a home console to have a handle, but I didn't question it. Hey, Whatever works, man. Yeah, I was fine with it. Um, This is one of those that, like, again you can't really go wrong with with a lot of these choices. Um, You know, there are a lot of really solid, solid choices, and I will be the first to admit, uh, much like last week, I did not own a GameCube. Mm -hmm. I did not get a lot of playtime in with a GameCube, but the controller always kind of, not freaked me out, weirded me out, but like, and I don't want to say it was intimidating, but, like, I did, I never really got behind the controller.
2: I, I can see that reasoning. I can see that. It was, uh, you know, it's Nintendo. I feel like they always go for, like, trying something different specifically with their console or, like, with their controllers a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, that's like the uh, the PlayStation controller has stayed the same pretty much throughout every PlayStation the Xbox mm-hmm. controller has changed a little bit, and every Nintendo system is totally different with controllers.
2: So, oh gosh, uh, I think you get to go first. All right.
0: Yeah, so, I think I think
2: it's your turn because I think I went first for Dreamcast. So my
0: my pick is my favorite GameCube game for a variety of reasons. Uh it spotlights a character that up until that point usually got the short end of the stick. Uh, it tied in, you know, one of my favorite characters with one of my favorite movie franchises with just an overall fun game. And it was the start of an all new franchise.
2: A great franchise.
0: Luigi's mansion, baby. The not Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters game. Yeah. The Luigi with a vacuum cleaner, uh, with his, with the G, it was basically G-rated Ghostbusters.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh but so much fun. I only have one complaint about Luigi's Mansion, and that's that the playtime is about six hours. Yeah, it's
0: so short, but it's so much fun, and... Yeah, it was it was nice to uh, to give Luigi the spotlight. Uh, he was always, you know, second player, so uh, people would always, you know, th- there were a bunch of people that felt like they got stuck being Luigi, but really, you know, it was it's a it, it's a it's an honor to be Luigi to play as Luigi, uh, and anybody who doesn't think so, well, hashtag Gfy.
2: Yup, Gfy.
0: So. Uh, but no, uh, Luigi's Mansion, uh, easily the, I, I put the most playtime into it, uh, I have the fondest memories of it, I love it a lot.
2: Oh, yeah, it was just a fun game, too. Um, just, just a fun game. Sitting over on the shelf right now, and, uh, Luigi and his Poltergust 3000. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it was just so much fun.
2: I'll be honest. Part of me thought that this might be the first time we were going to pick the same game. Really? Part of me thought this was going to be the first time we were going to pick the same game. Um, this is a—it's a top five game for me. Um, I think we've hit three of my five now so far. <laughs> Uh, We're not going to hit one of them because it's also a GameCube release, but um, this is a top five game for me and it combines uh, a few things I love. Uh, Horror, specifically the works of H.P. Lovecraft, gaming, and uh, innovation. Okay. Um. It was the first game that had anything kind of resembling a sanity meter. Oh, and you know, the example I always use is—we'll uh, so backtrack for a second. The game I'm talking about is Eternal Darkness: Sanity's Requiem.
0: Good uh, choice.
2: Just—it's uh, an anthology game. You play—you know—you're playing. Your main character is Al- or Alex. She's going through her home, trying to figure out all the stuff about her past and. You know, you end up reading about past people in your family and playing levels, you know, varying through time as all of them. But that's – and that's cool, but that's not the coolest part. The sanity meter is what made this game because the more stuff that jumps out at you, the more stuff you have to fight, the lower your sanity drops. And you can find stuff to, like, rejuvenate your sanity, but if it goes too low, the example I always use is I was playing a level and I, like, walked down this hall and you can go left or right. I go left, I go into another room, I end up in another one. I'm in this room that locks on the inside or that locks when you walk in and there are three enemies. I kill all them, door disappears. Uh There is no way in or out of this room. And I'm like playing, I'm sitting on my floor, my character just screams bloody murder, falls on the floor dead. The game literally a little rewind thing pops up in the corner and it rewinds going to like a back Back through movies and was in back down the hall and like stops at where I started like walking up the hall to like go left or right. I get to the point where I went left, just a wall. Uh this game is also famous for uh because you know it was played on CRT TV, so it would have a little thing that said like volume and turn like the volume all the way down out of nowhere. It would delete your memory card. Uh you would like it even had like a blue screen of death at one point. Like it it just It fucked with you in different ways, and you know a lot of games do that now. Um, But I feel like the the OG and the one that a lot of them like uh, took that from was Eternal Darkness.
0: Yeah, like that that one. uh, There's a lot of games that owe a lot to Eternal Darkness um, for a lot of mechanics like that. That
2: yeah, great choice. That's a fun yeah. one. We won't talk about the well actually we will. Um, <laughs> there was that you know, they, they they attempted a sequel, they attempted some crowdfunding, they got it. They they I think they made the money or like during the um fuck, what am I trying to say here? During the promotion campaign, whatever it's called, when you're raising money. Um, it came out,
1: campaign. Yeah, the
2: crowd. It came out that yeah. one of the uh, one of the like lead production people, or one of like the main story writers, or something, got arrested for possession of child pornography. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Yep, you can't so do that. The game got called off, and, and it it's honestly kind of surprised me that no one has bought the rights. I think they're just in limbo somewhere. And now, especially where, like, horror games have this, like, huge resurgence, I can't believe no one's bought the rights to be like, hey, let's churn out another one.
0: Yeah, there's there's several games. Like, there are several franchises like that that I'm like, man, how come there hasn't been another one of those games? Because it Looking
2: was, at you, time splitters. Yeah.
0: Because, <laughs> you know, it was well-received. It made some money. And, you know, it just kind of disappeared. Do I uh, do you think um, uh, Geico is to blame why we don't have another Gex game?
2: It would not surprise me if they bought the the Gex name just to stop any more titles from being made.
0: Maybe so. Now, Eternal, great choice. Thank you, thank great you, choice. And so, uh, next week, uh, we've what do we have next week? Is it next uh, the original xbox and yeah we'll go a little bit in depth into uh our time with the original xbox
2: the only console you could do squats with (laughs) it's the only
0: console that legit no joke i had one i have no recollection of how i got one really and furthermore i have absolutely no idea what happened to it like huh. zero idea i know i know i had one but i have no idea how i got it or where it were or whatever happened to it it's it's uh.
2: weird Yeah. Well, I, I, I look forward to diving more into that story uh, <laughs> next episode.
0: Yeah, because I, I remember, like, I, I have a li- I had a library of games. I could tell you like a bunch of games that I had. I literally, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I have no idea how I got it. I have no idea where it went after I moved out of my the the, the college dorm, and I have no idea where it is now zero idea i have no idea where where the controllers are like anything i have no idea where any of it what happened to any of it and i'm just now realizing that and that is really kind of concerning to me like every other game system i can tell you exactly what happened like how where i was like what store i got it from what happened to it where it is like i could tell you all of that the original xbox i have no idea
2: did I tell the story about my N64 being stolen and sold? No. Oh, gosh. Uh, all right. So y- you know me. You know I'm Still a Nintendo, say, Mark. You. It's true. It's true. So my junior year of high school, uh, it's Thanksgiving weekend. I work in a mall, and I work in a restaurant, and I've managed to get Black Friday and Thanksgiving weekend off. So I am going to stay with my cousin. I've got I, like I bought my PS2 this year. I've got a couple games and going to his place. I take my sixty four over to my buddy's house where I'm staying the night before Thanksgiving, and then my dad's driving me up to Louisville the next day for like Thanksgiving with my aunt and uncle. Then I'm just gonna like stay with my cousin and hang out with him. I think we were going to like a concert that Saturday or something. Okay. So my buddy John's like, "Hey, do you care if uh, I borrow your sixty four for the weekend?" I was like, "Sure, yeah, I don't care." So then like I start messaging him, uh, like we're hanging out a couple, we hang out a couple times and he's like, yeah, sorry. Uh, I forgot to pack it up. I forgot to bring everything. I'm like, okay. And you know, we, like we hang out and then he starts like dodging me. Cause we went to different high schools and he starts kind of like dodging me and that kind of stuff. And I like message him on, uh, because that's how old this story is instant messenger i message him on that and i'm like hey man uh i know you got your license now you know next time you're out and if you don't care just run my 64 and all my stuff back and he just sends me a message that says i sold it you can't have the money i'm sorry uh Thanks. beg pardon so like he sends me that as i'm about to like leave and go over to my friend sean's like i had you know, and I was literally going to because he and Sean went to high school together because uh, they had like a Scapa program, like a creative writing thing that they were both in. And I was going to be like, also, I'm going over to Sean. So if you want to come hang out with us, blah blah. you know, I was basically going to find a way to be like, hey, come over, hang out and just bring my shit. Uh, so I go over to Sean's. I'm like, hey, I need you to drive me over to John's. He's like, what's going on? And I tell him a story and he's like, OK, go get in the car. <laughs> So we get over there, I knock on the door, and his mom answers. And she was like, Oh, are you looking for John? I was like, actually, I can talk to you. Oh, oh no, going for the parents. So I tell her, and I just tell her like point blank, I was like, hey, because she knew, like, she knew I'd left it, and it had been like, that happened in November. This is probably like this is how patient I was. This is probably like late February, early March. Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: that is very patient.
2: So like, I hear the door shut, and I don't hear, like, you know how, like, your parents would yell for you, be like, Chris! Yeah, yeah. No, I don't hear that. I hear a screech. <laughs> and so, she was like, did you sell it? And he was like, yeah. He, he just goes, she just goes, how much did you get for it? And, you know, like, I, I had a pretty decent collection. I had three controllers. I had two rumble packs, two memory cards. Like, I, I... It's me. Of course, I had a pretty decent game collection. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, yeah, I got 600 for everything. And she just goes, okay. So she goes, writes me a check, brings it back out to me, makes him apologize because he didn't have a job. And she just goes, don't worry. He'll work it off and just shuts the door. Ha! And uh, about a week later, I just got a message from him that was like, I can't believe you fucking did that. And I was like, I can't believe you. Because like, we'd been friends since I was five years old. Like, my brother and his older brother are still friends to this day. Dang. Um, so, yeah. And I was like, I can't believe you sold my shit. He was like, well, you have other stuff. You don't need it. And I was like, it was mine. Yeah, it's not yours to sell, dickhole. So... And that's the story about how my N sixty four, and you know, by that point, I was too fucking discouraged to go out and buy another one or anything like that. So it was kind of nice to pocket the six hundred dollars, though.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad, uh, not a bad payday.
2: Yeah.
0: Man, people are the worst. That's why my my rule is uh, I don't let anybody borrow anything that I want back. Fair. Like I, every time somebody borrows something of mine, I like I. I let them borrow it with the feeling that I'm never going to get it back. And that's how like those, that's the only stuff I'll like I'll loan out is if I'm like, if I'm okay to never get that back, then you can borrow it because you have to go in with that mindset because if you don't, you know, you're going to get mad because
2: you you never loan money
0: ever. No, no, not once either, either gift it or don't do it at all. It's gonna end up, gonna end up getting burned on it. This is how it's gonna work. <sighs> well, on the subject of lost money.
2: Uh oh. Oh. Yeah,
0: we got rough news this week. Uh, from our friends, from our uh, friends with benefits, our dear friends. Uh, friends of the friends with benefits, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um,
0: at the Lexington Comic and Toy Con, LexCon as we affectionately call it, that uh, this year show is 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 no
2: more. No mas. No. Which mas. <laughs> didn't come as a surprise to either of us. No, not not
0: really. Um, I think right now. That's that. That's this. I mean, if you've got a mass gathering that's planned between now and the end of the year, you probably are. You you don't want to get used to it because it's probably not going to happen, and it's a bummer. I know they tried to salvage it by moving dates a couple times, uh, trying to find that balance of you know they want people to be safe, uh, but they also want people to be able to have a good time because that's kind of the thing about you know, what's going on now is you kinda want something to look forward to, you know, so that you know that this isn't forever. You know, in a weird way. You're you know, you kinda want something to be like, well, you know, coming up some like coming up soon we've got this and life will be back to somewhat normal. And, you know, I'll be back going to conventions and I'll be back doing this. I'll be going to WrestleMania's sports games, whatever. Um, and so it, it does hurt, uh, when you see stuff get canceled like that. Um, of course it hurts more for them. Uh, I feel bad for them. Uh, I'd have to skip a year cause I know how much, uh, I know how much they love putting the show on, not just, um, like us going to the show. We have a hell of a good time, but they like putting on a show where people go and have a hell of a good time.
2: Yeah, and I mean they they put forth a lot of effort, and you know, I mean, I've sat down and had a few conversations with them. I shot them a message earlier this week when the con got closed. Like they they, they fell into this position basically. They they decided to try it out and see if it was going to work, and it became a full time job. They now own, I think, four conventions in the state. That's crazy. Uh, Well, I guess in Kentucky and West Virginia, they own four different conventions. Um, And I I, I have nothing but good things to say about Jared and Jamie. Oh, absolutely. Long time friends of the show. Good people. My heart goes out to them. But uh, and it was, you know, when, when when E3 canceled, like, you know, that that was March and they were canceling like a July con. I remember thinking like, come on, guys. That's a little preemptive. Then things happened and, you know, more things happen. Uh But when Comic-Con called off, I felt like that was just the, that put the ticking time. Like that was the time bomb for LCTC. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you hate to see it happen, but putting safety of the people that come to the con and that kind of stuff ahead of, their own pockets is a, a great, uh, fuck. What's the word I'm looking for here. It's a great way to look at it. Cause I mean, there are some conventions that have downright complained about how much money they're going to be out. Yeah.
0: And, and that's and, the thing that like when they, cause you know, there was a, a, a big post on the, the Lexicon page that was obvious that they are not in it for the money. And you can you can just read the the heartfelt like the disappointment of not being able to provide an entertainment outlet for people safely, like crushes them.
2: Yeah, and uh, I mentioned this to you before we started recording, but like I had a couple friends who uh, would set up art tables that said they were. Like, you know, they're, they're both family men and they said they were both going to like bow out of the convention and just eat the cost of their table. Yeah. Due to family concerns. And you have to wonder if they'd gone on what the show floor was even going to look like, uh, in terms of not only like attendance, but vendors and celebrities. Cause I, I don't think anyone's going to want to travel across country to shake hands with a bunch of strangers for 72 hours.
0: No. And, and, uh, you know, people like, uh, Ernie Hudson posted that he's, he has called off all of his conventions for the rest of the year. Smart uh, goal. like he, he tweeted out and he said, uh, you know, that he's not, um, he's, he's, he's canceled everything for the year. So, um, so yeah, like he's and you you're seeing more and more people do that. Like more and more celebrities are doing that where um there's they're not taking the chance.
2: The the big question mark left for me at this point is ScaryCon?
0: Yeah, cuz they haven't said anything. They've been doing they, they were they were doing some announcements and that kind of stopped and it's been Quiet on that front right now. So who knows what's going to happen? Uh, I think
2: I think they're keeping it quiet for a little bit because late October, yeah, is when they're they're scheduled. So I think they're just trying to like hold their breath, just be like, if no one notices, <laughs> if no one sees us, maybe we can still happen. Yeah, if, if
0: we don't move, they won't see us if we don't move, and uh, we'll be uh we've been you know we have a great relationship with them so hopefully um you know as we know more with that we'll be able to uh update you with with more scary con stuff uh news and um you know information yeah whichever way that goes um cuz we've been there like gosh like 6 years in a row now 5 years in a row like
2: uh... No, I think, yeah, because we started in, what, 2014? Yeah. Yeah, I I think we, ever since this has been, uh, ever since there has been a brand, Yeah. uh, I think we've always been uh, media guests of the Scarefest. Yeah,
0: so uh, we're going to hopefully keep that tradition alive, and uh, we'll be able to Another year. Uh, we'll see how they handle this year. We'll see how everything is, is being handled at that point because it's still, you know, it's still early April or early May. What month is it? I don't know. It's early May. It's
2: early May now. It's early. Oh my God! Already, uh, we're if, on day fifty-one oh, in Kentucky. By the way, jeez.
0: Um. So yeah, it's 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 still early. It's still early May. We've got uh, all summer uh, for Scary Con to figure out what their position is. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to see everybody there. I think anything that's happening in the next three or four months is probably off the table. Um, But I know we've got some scheduled appearances uh, on the books that we will, uh, as we know more about those, we will update everybody. Um, But it's, it's a rough time for any kind of double digit person gathering, right now. yeah and,
2: and here here's what I'll ask you if you're an independent artist okay like you're you're selling fan art, you're selling like your your comic that you've self published and everything mm-hmm. are you are you going to conventions for the rest of the year <sighs> uh, like you have a full time job you have money to put on your table and all like you have money to put food on your table and a roof over your head and everything but you know art is your passion right do you if conventions start happening august september october do you go
0: i think i wait if if i go okay i think i wait 2 months after the all clear before i before i commit to anything i think i give it 2 full months after like stuff is back open, like after, after they start, like after it becomes like back to normal, like, I think I wait two months and then I go back, but I also, um, I would spend that time coming up with a new protocol on how to do things because I wouldn't do it the same way. So, but I would, I, cause, cause for me, like I'm, I'm at that point where I'm like, I'm ready to get back to stuff with additional safety protocols. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, my mindset is in what way can you start reintroducing things the safest way possible? Whether that's, you know, Attendance percentage or occupancy percentage or uh, protective equipment or, you know, no contact, this, that, the other. Like, how do you do it? Uh, looking at that stuff, um, easing back into stuff. So I would have to uh, update my protocols. I would have to update my, my safety measures. But I would. Yeah. But I'd wait a while. Yeah. I'd, wait, I'd wait i a wait.
2: I would probably, uh, I always remember I went to, I went to a concert and, uh, I ran to the drummer for one of the bands and we got to chatting for a minute cause he commented on, I had a Seth Rollins t-shirt on and he commented on that. So we started talking wrestling and, you know, I was like, all right, man, dude, thanks for the show. Gonna go check out the other bands? And like, I went to shake his hand and he just like, he backed up and he like fist bumped me and he was like, this is the 12th show of the tour. I'm done shaking hands with people. I was like, dude, yeah. I don't even blame you. No. I was like, that makes perfect sense to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, and I think the day like, you know, the days of meeting a celebrity and getting a handshake are over. Uh, at oh, least, for sure. At least for the time being. I think like that's done for a good while. So it'll be interesting to see how that's done now. Because like my instinct is to go up and like shake their hand and be like, hey, man, I liked you in, you know, you did a great job in whatever. Now I've got to figure out something else. So, whether that's fist bump, hitting elbows, and then, like, also, like, getting a picture and, like, putting your arm around somebody, that's going to be different. So, like, the the new normal at conventions is going to look a whole lot different. like pro photo ops and stuff where like you know you're you're standing like right there with them like you you know the the what's that gonna look like
2: it's like it's the small things you hadn't even considered like uh because you know last year we waited uh Like shoulder to shoulder, you know, Julie and I waited shoulder to shoulder to meet Edge and Christian with like other people. It's like, I'm not going to, I I don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want strangers next to me.
0: No. And like, uh, you know, we, uh, you and I had the, um, the only way that I can describe it is the interesting, uh, line for sting, (sighs) which was, uh, its own thing. Uh, so that's, that's going to change. So, you know, it's like, you know, what, what uh, what's that going to look like? Like, what are, what are lines for celebrities going to look like?
2: Yeah. I wonder if you're going to see more like what they did with, uh, Edge and Sting and have people sit. Well, I, I if they have Ripperina. Are they gonna have instead of crowding the show floor, are they just gonna have the lines be there like in the stands?
0: Yeah, maybe so. What a time. like what uh, what, what what a crazy possible future like we're gonna be like, man, remember the good old days when uh, we were standing shoulder to shoulder with annoying kids in line for sting? Just kidding, those were never good old times
2: Some asshole who couldn't control his kid Yeah
0: (sighs) Yeah, that was it So, man, but yeah So, uh, that's that's the other stuff That's like, you know, everybody's talking about You know, like right now Like, you know, businesses are closed Or at a much reduced capacity And so they're not, you know getting paid right now or whatever. Uh, But nobody's like, they're only just now bringing up, hey, like next year's state and local budgets with occupational tax and sales tax, it's gonna be real, real rough. And like a lot of services are gonna get cut. It's kind of the same way with, you know, conventions. It's like, everybody's like thinking right now, like, man, conventions are just all being canceled. But nobody's like when they come back. What what kind of safety measures are they going to have to take?
2: Yeah. Now I know Jared and Jamie had spent a small fortune on the uh, the hand like the standy hand sanitizers. Yeah. Like the little booths. I think you're gonna those are gonna be the new norm. Um, oh yeah. Just in the middle of like walkways and that kind of stuff, there will just be there's there's your hand sanitizer station. Yep. Uh. It wouldn't surprise me. And I think, I think the biggest part is going to be what winter looks like in terms of uh, another spike in cases. Yeah. I think that's going to have a larger effect on, because I mean, they're, they're, they are scheduled as of right now. LCTC 2021 is scheduled for WrestleMania weekend, <laughs> which you know it kind of bums me out. It really does. Like I always like having the homies over to to watch WrestleMania, and a lot of a, a lot of the people that normally come over for that kind of thing are uh, artists that have tables and that kind of stuff. So I'm like, I've lost, I think four people I can think of, like right off the top of my head. Because I don't think any of them are going to have the energy to do a four-day convention, tear down their booth, and then come over and watch a five-hour wrestling show after that.
0: Well, if only you knew somebody who didn't have a booth to tear down.
2: Oh, I do. And yeah. oh, you're going to be here.
0: <laughs> and who will have a lot of vacation slash personal slash whatever time to use that I could yes, take a day, sir. take that Monday. And just not worry about it. If only you knew somebody. Mm. I'm pointing to myself. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so, as we get more information about that kind of stuff, we'll we'll let you guys know. We'll let everybody know about uh, uh, where you can find us and uh, um other conventions and how they're doing things. Cause it's going to be different
2: currently. Just don't find us. <laughs>
0: yeah, don't. Yeah. Find us, uh, every, uh, three times a week on our Facebook page, uh, wherever you find podcasts is where you can find us and sure. just enjoy. If you, uh, decide to join the, just the tip club for as little as $1 ever, just one $1 payment, Uh, you can have the backlog access to 200-something episodes, 250-something episodes, like a ton of stuff. Mm -hmm. All for you.
2: You And as the saying goes, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's a buck. So keep that in mind if you're running out of content. If If you're like, man, remember when they interviewed uh ray parker jr remember when they interviewed robert england like let's i wish i could hear that again for a dollar you can
2: but the, uh, the ever famous beer for my co-run yes a dollar you can you can have it
0: uh on unlimited listens cheaper than anything on itunes all those uh dollar 19 dollar 29 songs no we got 200 hours of content for a buck, or more, but as a minimum, a buck. And But we're not here to sell you something. We're here to entertain you. And so because of that, man, I need a city and a state. We're doing this.
2: It's that time. Indianapolis, Indiana.
1: Indianapolis...
2: All right. Here we go. All right. Those four digits might look familiar to you. Uh-oh.
1: All right. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> that one, that's, that's close to home. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yes, sir. Indianapolis, Indiana. Here we go if you're unfamiliar with this, uh, this is a segment, Chris and Chris do America, where we, uh, we dial a random phone number. We talk to whoever and let me block the number on, um, see the, uh, the, the, the podcast number, uh, is a Google voice number and it gives you the option to block the number outgoing so we can block it if we have to. Um, but we just dial a phone number and we talk to whoever picks up, see if they will talk to us just to get to know them. Uh, it usually doesn't happen. So when it does happen, we kind of freak out
2: and uh, get way too excited. Yeah. We're like, this this doesn't really
0: happen. Uh, we just kind of talk to them and let's see. Here we go. Indianapolis, Indiana. Shows up as Indiana.
1: All right, here we go. Maybe. Maybe it's,
0: it's, it says it's ringing.
2: Is it though?
1: It's not ringing. Damn it. It's not ringing. It didn't even try to ring. Okay, let me, let me
0: try it again. Let me try it again. Wait, did someone just hang up on us? I, I hung up on it. Oh, okay. I was really confusing. Uh, The
1: number you have reached has been disconnected.
0: Oh, pay your bills, Indianapolis. Ugh,
2: lame. Let's change the last two numbers to 7-4. Seven, 7-4. Four. Seven, four. All right.
1: Paste, delete, delete, 7-4. All right. And go. And. The number you, have Indiana. kids kids connected. man indianapolis does not pay
0: their bills that's a shame um so we're not going to make a connection this time we're not going to get to do america but we are going to make a connection next episode we are because we have a very special guest uh we have been i have a hold on i have a i have an audio accompaniment for this uh, um, i've been i 've been waiting to use this okay uh because it 's in my audio folder here we have a it 's the uh, tomorrow you 're going to laugh about this because you 're going to get what i 'm doing here. We have a programming alert that 's the alert alarm that 's the programming alert uh we have okay. a programming alert that, that we have a special guest on our Next episode, the one that will be up on Wednesday.
2: Do we have a weather alert? Uh,
0: we can have a weather alert. Because, um, <laughs> you know, we've been talking about uh, that it's been super warm outside. So uh, Weather alert. Fuck you, Chip. There it is. Weather alert. <laughs> uh, so we have a programming alert and a weather alert. Uh, but, no, we're going to be joined by a special guest on our next episode, the very next one. Uh, and this guest, without giving too much of it away, too much more away, um they are a a star of i think it's fair to say a star of a show that has been a top 10 trending show on Netflix ooh so we've got a uh we've got a a special guest joining us on the next episode on episode 18
2: uh. And the show can vote
0: soon. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, we're going to be uh, the show is going to be buying cigarettes and voting and still wishing to be able to drink. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have a special guest from a top ten trending show on Netflix. So pretty cool. Mm. Pretty cool. Um, and without without any more spoilers. Uh, that is your programming alert. So stay tuned for that. But, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, make another um, do and do America or do America. It's the do and do America what? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So uh, we'll hopefully be able to actually make a, another do America connection. Um, but I think that's it for this week.
2: Well, you know, we've had a good time. We've had some good times, some bad times. It's been a time. Um, yeah, guys, as always, uh, we greatly appreciate everything you do. Listening to us, talking to your friends about us, uh, you know, messaging us your thoughts, letting us know how we can improve the show. And that, that, that is the reason we will continue to be your friends with benefits.